Two Humorous Nurses would like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land on which we record the podcast, the Yorty Ordination. We pay our respects to the Elders past and present and extend that respect to other Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islanders who are listening today. Always was, always will be. Two Humorous Nurses with Kelly and Alicia. Time for a debrief. We're back. I want to take a really big breath and just be grateful that 2021's over. I know, but I'm not sure heading into 2022 so far is like that great. I feel like there's a light at the end of the tunnel now. I feel like this all had to happen. In 2023. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. I just feel like this all had to happen. I feel like, yeah, life kind of still kind of crappy. If anything, it feels a bit worse now. Because I'm way more suspicious now when I go out. Like, there's COVID mm. everywhere. Like, And I feel like now that, um, like, you're not needing to PCR, that mm. there are positive patients or people that are just not, can't get rats, can't afford rats. Yeah, that's bullshit. They're it? just, um, yeah. So, they don't even know if they've got don't COVID they or got not. It. But anyway, I'm just being very cautious. Yeah, same. Yeah. I think, um, so, our work's brought in the rat tests. Before you go to work. Rapid antigen testing. Yep. Uh, daily for anyone that works in the aged care. Okay. Including all support staff. And second daily or th- up to three times a week for um, any other patient-facing okay. staff. Oh, righto. And optional for non-patient facing staff. And you obviously don't have to pay for those rapid no, tests. No, they've handed them out. We've got a limited supply at the moment, they said, but apparently more's coming. Yeah. So See, I just wonder how they're going to be able to just keep shelling them out to staff when the community can't get them. Like I know. Mm. So I guess we'll just... I feel it's relieving for me because I think so many people are sort of asymptomatic. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, at least yeah. then I know when I head to work. That I'm okay and that I think, day, and you can feel confident knowing that your the your colleagues are negative too. Like, yeah, I that's think right. that that's yeah. a big comfort. But anyway. I mean, we're pretty lucky that we work in a non-COVID oh, hospital, I guess. But I mean, um, there will be COVID patients coming in, no uh, doubt. Yeah, I reckon yeah. down the line. But I do feel sorry for everyone that's frontline and being forced to work while they're positive. Yeah, or, I think that's a load of um, shit. And in full PPE, I mean, that shit's crazy. We're coming into summer, and that's. Yeah. hard enough wearing an N95 for a short period of time so but you guys didn't come here to listen to us no. bang on about that no. are you glad we're back yeah I'm really glad I think I don't know this I've got I'm trying to I've like I'm not even forcing myself I really do feel good about this year for some reason yeah whereas I didn't feel like this last year no <laughs> <laughs> but then again I did feel like this going into 2020 yes <laughs> so, and it was good for a couple of months there I feel like 2022 has got like lots of possibilities yeah and i think you know what it can't get much worse fuck no i mean for (laughs) wa it could could, sorry wa like your time is coming and (laughs) (laughs) even tassie had like 700 cases yesterday oh stop did they oh see i've not been really watching i haven't either it's just been kind of in passing i've heard it on the radio oh yeah (laughs) yeah wa i feel i just (laughs) i know it's laughing it's so funny i mean it's my home state and i'm like love it yeah and I want to go back there so bad. So if you get your shit together and have it all over and done with by July, so I can. Yeah, that'd be lovely. That'd be great. My brother's supposed to be coming here for my birthday in Feb, like from Perth. And he rang me. He's so excited. I'm like, 
you know there's a good chance you're going to get COVID if you come here. And, and then WA's not going to let you get Daddy back. Mark is not going to open I those know, borders. Like, like, do we believe I him? I said, please I don't, don't book anything. So. Like, I'm excited that you're excited yeah. and you haven't been home for over two years. But, you know, don't get your hopes up. Yeah. <laughs> Poor bugger. Anyway. Um, so, I got some big news. I am like stepping into the numb role, acting numb for my little oncology unit. And you have done it before for short stints. Yeah, you? just for like annual leave cover. So I haven't actually had to do any nitty gritty. I yeah. just get, you know. You just get paid the get bigger paid. bucks. But now my like title on my email has Ooh. changed to acting cancer services manager. And how long is it for? I feel like a fraud. It's so funny. Oh. <laughs> we need to have a chat um, with your inner imposter saboteur. Syndrome. Yeah. <laughs> Massive self-limiting beliefs happening. Yeah. <laughs> oh, um, until the end of July. Wow. Yeah. So. How are you feeling? Because you've just done a week? Yeah. 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 Uh, so this is your first week. Yeah. So I. I feel fine. I feel like nothing really has changed. Um, I just feel like my manager's on holidays and <laughs> she'll yeah. be back. And, then and she is on holidays. Maybe so. after a month you'll be like, when are you coming back? Yeah. <laughs> Please don't leave me. <laughs> but no, it's good. And um, hopefully we'll be able to recruit someone new into my current like A-num role mm. and um, we'll get some fresh meat in the unit and nice. fresh ideas and... Mm. Yeah, it'll be good. I'm looking forward to it. Because you were a bit stressed about it, weren't you? Very. Yeah. And I allowed myself to Christmas to be stressed. And then when <laughs> I went back between Christmas and New Year's, I was like, right now, tell me everything I need to know. Yeah, that's good. I can't. Like, yeah, this is happening. Yeah, sometimes yeah. you have to, like, um, not procrastinate, but you have to be ready to accept that information, yeah. I feel, especially when you're overwhelmed Yeah. Um, with anything. Like, if yeah. you're overwhelmed by something, you'd be like, okay, today I'm ready. Yeah. To, you know. It's like New Year, new role. Mm. <laughs> Have you made any New Year's resolutions? I haven't made any resolutions. I don't do resolutions, but I have made the decision that this year I'm going to do um, two things or I'm going to try and do two things. So these so, are your resolutions? Yeah. <laughs> no. They're just... They are. Things to do in 2022. <laughs> oh, yeah, I like that. Okay. Um, so one of them is like uh, the new moon circle that... Um, the meditation lady that I see runs mm-hmm. every month okay. and like that's all about intention setting and so every new, every moon cycle has um is like one of the star signs obviously mm-hmm. so this year I just did it on um Monday so the new moon in Sagittarius mm-hmm. I think that's right Capricorn, Capricorn, oh, you yeah, mean Capricorn, yeah. And so Capricorn are very practical and and not emotional people. Mm-hmm. The complete opposite yeah, of to you. me. Yeah, a very emotional Cancer. Um, and so it's all about um, like being, you know, getting your to do list done and mm-hmm. making setting yourself up for the year. So it's like perfect timing sure. for what yeah. I need to do currently. Yeah. So you set intentions, and we have beautiful meditation sessions, and Cheryl is like amazing at it and she can really feed off your energies mm. and so she tailors it. Is this in it. person? No, it's on Zoom. Yeah, right. Yeah. That's um, so cool. I think she does run some in person. Mm. I like the Zoom ones because then I can sit in my jammies yeah, at home and yeah. be like really comfy. And put yourself in a beach yeah. background. So I'm going to do that every month so I can set an intention every, every month, month That's good for myself. So yeah. like one like mini goal, just one because mm-hmm. like who has time to achieve yeah, anything exactly. else? <laughs> Um, and I have a couple of like long-term ones for the year, mm-hmm. but um, they're just – and like really lots of them are just like decluttering my spaces yeah. and 
you know, making, setting myself up with um, um, routines that I, because obviously this new role is quite stressful mm-hmm. and, um, yeah. You so I'm, be organised and planned. Yeah. And, yeah. and I'm going to try and do um, like meditation with her maybe once a month in person just to. Is that your second resolution? No, that's just okay. an extra thing. Sure. And my, um, so moon, new moon circles and I don't know, I've forgotten the other one already. <laughs> it is written down at home. <laughs> I think it's just I don't know. Oh, come okay. back to me. We'll come back. What about you? You'll remember. Um, well, let, I was telling you earlier about just how I've been in a little bit of an anxiety spiral. Um, but not because of the year, I think just because Ollie's going through a really tough time at the moment. She's like when she was born she was perpetually disappointed. Yeah. And now she's perpetually frustrated. Yeah. And just busting all these teeth and She's so close to crawling. Like, she's actually started a little bit of forward movement. When they learn these new skills, they <sighs> their brains must go... I remember Mental. before <laughs> Amelia learned anything new, she would be shit Yeah, for 24, sometimes way longer. But Mate, I feel like this has been going on for three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> you need to push her, like kick her up the bum so she's, she gets moving. Oh, she's just so <laughs> close. And now she's realised that standing is way more exciting mm. than crawling. So she doesn't want to try to crawl that much. She just wants, like, Pull pretty much screams until you hold her up like upright and I've stopped I'm like not interested in this game learn how to crawl and then we can talk about standing um but yeah I've just I think I've really I've gone back to some of the things that really helped me in the past I think and um I started listening to the positive podcast again just to trying to get my mindset right again I think um because you spend all your time and energy as a new mum, you know, focusing on your baby and your baby's development and their wellness and whether their food is full of nutrition and here I am eating cheese sandwiches. Yeah. And, you know, it you really do lose yourself when you have a baby. Like, you yeah. lose your identity. And I think um, COVID hasn't helped either because no, normally, so like, isolated. I would like to take the dogs to obedience on a Sunday or go and, um, like, do stuff with the theatre company or help out. Oh, and I was helping out with the... Um, with the singing school that I work for and then I got pneumonia. Oh, now you can't sing? <laughs> no, I just, I, I haven't been able to help them because then they finished up for the year and because yeah. I was sick, I couldn't do anything. And um, I think me getting sick was a bit of, and that was at the end of November. So that was a bit yeah. of a, uh, idiot, of course you're sick. You're not frigging looking after yeah. yourself. So trying to make it all work and trying to prioritise myself again. So I feel like my 2022 is about um, so Gretchen Rubin does this thing where you get a word, you give yourself a word. Yeah. For and I think one year we, we, was it, I think it was last year we did a word. intention or something. No, yeah. We, yeah, we wanted to do everything with intention. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Which, um, we, I kind of forgot about. Yeah. Same. <laughs> <laughs> but I intentionally <laughs> forgot though. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, then uh, you kept your resolution. Yeah. <laughs> Woo. So, um, my word for the year is fantasy because ah. I'm like, I'm obsessed with this idea that Gretchen and Elizabeth talk about, um, the fantasy version of yourself and like take actions to make that a reality. So my fantasy version of myself is like someone who is relatively carefree, like does yoga all the time, is a good friend and, um, you know, enjoys social activities, which is sometimes can be really hard for me for some reason. So I've like decided that the things that I do this year are going to fulfill my imagination of this, fantasy alicia right Mm -hmm. so um 
And then Gretchen Rubin also does this 22 for 2022, which it's a, basically a list of 22 things you want to get done for the year, which to me really overwhelmed me initially. Yeah. But then it's like, well, they can be things that either you do every day yeah. or something that you just need and to I do. And I saw her list for 2021 and she hadn't even finished all yes, of them. Yes, and you know so how no happy pressure. that made me? Because yeah. she is an upholder. And if you've done the personalities quiz, yeah. you'll know that an upholder upholds every expectation. And she didn't. And that made me so happy because I was like, even an upholder doesn't have to uphold everything. And that just made me feel so human. So mine is very like some things like I want to do yoga every day, but I've already failed that. But you know what? I feel like if I'm trying, then that's, you know, don't let the perfect be the enemy of the good, that thing. Um, make a photo album can you, for Ollie. Can you change that to almost every day? I could, yeah, really. Cause then because I'd then at least if you're doing it. I think I've missed one day already so oh, far well, this, what the hell? this month. Which what are you doing with your life? I know, terrible. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, I just know that yoga is so good for me and yeah. it's part of my fantasy, Alicia, is like flexible. I am so unflexible, but I'm so much more flexible than I was when I started doing yoga. Yeah. So it's just things like that. I think things that I know that are good for me. And then yeah. there's also like nagging things or like give birthday presents to everyone. That is my goal this year because I miss so many birthdays and then I think I always get a gift or I, I like pick one up and I think, oh, that would be so good for so-and-so's birthday. And because I have this serious problem with my brain, I can't buy things. Mm. I pick them up and I put them all down. I will fill an entire cart on the internet. It will take me like four hours and then I just won't buy them. Yeah. there's It's, it's a serious problem. <laughs> do you um, know what I do? Um, I write... I have little notes in my phone um, that when someone says, and I'm mostly for my mother-in-law because yeah. she'll say, oh, yeah. like I would love that. or And then I bank it yeah, I do so that, that too. when something comes up, I think, right, now I know exactly what I'm going to get yes, her. That is and then so she's good. like, oh, I only ever mentioned that once. And I'm like, oh, I know. Oh, I know. Yeah, and yes. I did. Do you know, I, and I'm going to start doing that for myself when I think, I want that. Oh, so that when my hubby goes, what do you want for your birthday? I'll be like, actually, here's, here's my fucking list. list. <laughs> That is brilliant. With links to where to get it from. That is great. <laughs> so um, that's a good one. Yeah, there's only a few things on my list like go on a family holiday because mm. we haven't done a holiday. Like we've been away for two nights, but yeah. we haven't had a holiday. And Mick and I haven't had a holiday since 2016, mm. like an actual holiday where you don't do anything. Yeah. And you just drink. Yeah. And <laughs> by a beach or a pool. Yeah. Um, then things like think nagging things like I want to hang that egg chair from the ceiling I don't want that ugly stand there anymore just things like that and one of them singing the Christmas carols because I love singing in the Christmas carols and I never do it I've done it once it was so good this year with um down at like our little park yeah yeah and our friend um Brooke oh yeah of all her kids it was it was so good and it took the podcaster to set up the mic setup because no one could work the day that's (laughs) brilliant I love that I really wish they had given the podcast like a little shout out yeah (laughs) to to the 10 people in the crowd (laughs) Um, clean the oven is on my oh list my because I haven't done it since we moved in. <laughs> oh, no, I have. I've done it once in four years. I might pay someone to clean my oven. I know. I need someone. So it's, that's on my list too. Um, what else? Finish the laundry reno. Oh, that, yeah. Because we started that when yeah. I was pregnant and now it's still not finished. I want to do Ollie's new room yep. because she's in the baby room and I know she's still a baby, but I get excited about new projects yep. and so... That's something that might keep me busy during the year, especially if we're just all going to have COVID. Yep. Then um, 
Yeah, so because Mick wants to have babies closer together because he thinks he's old, oh, which Mick. in Melbourne we're we're a young couple in Melbourne. Like, mate, <laughs> we're young parents. Accord- I love like, how Mick <laughs> wants to have him. Mate, oh. all you have to do to have him is have an orgasm. I know. Yeah, let's just ask the baby that's got to push it out of her vagina. No, do you if know, she and I know you want them. You mil- I mean. <laughs> Um, Ollie was only like three months old. You're like, I could do this again. I know. <laughs> I, I could go right now. That was probably the hormones talking. <laughs> do you know the biggest thing for me, like I loved being pregnant and I loved the birth experience yeah. and I loved all of that. The biggest thing for me is I don't want to be an effed up, stressed out mum. Yeah. I just don't – I really want to make sure that I'm the best parent that I can be for my kids. But you already are. Like I you suppose. currently are. Yeah. yeah. But I, I mean – by the end of the day, sometimes I feel like Mick sees me at my worst because I'm frustrated and yep. I'm short and I'm, yep. you know, stressed. And um, even if we've had a good day, sometimes by the end of the day, my back's killing me because this kid's 11 kilos and trying to lift that yeah. all day is just absolutely wrecks you. But that's, that's, um, that changes as they get older. Yeah. And, I mean, and it's short term really, isn't it? And, you know, I'd like to see most men spend all day mm. With a baby, you know what? Alone, they'll do it. Eight or they'll yeah. do it, and the baby will be well cared for. <coughs> but the house will be an effing disaster. Of course, and, and there'll be no washing door, done, no and there'll be no <laughs> they would have played eight hours of their PlayStation yeah. with the baby lying on them. <laughs> That's what they would. Do. I don't reckon Mick would do that, but I definitely think I'd come home and be two days behind in housework. <laughs> yep, because when they come home, and the house looks like sort of a trash heap, they're like, "What have you done today?" And I'm like, "At some point, this house looked good." And then it's got trashed again. It's a cycle. There's one thing I can be grateful. Mick never criticises me. Like he'll never, he'll never come home and be like, what have you done today? Cam never did. I think he might have once. (laughs) He's never done it again. (laughs) Mick will come home and be like, how was your day? And I appreciate that much more because then he, he wants to know what shit show am I walking into? (laughs) Because if I go, if I go, just don't even fucking talk to me. Like take the kid. Like I can't. But you're and he, um, so then he's quite good too because he'll cook dinners and stuff. He does. He cook loves dinner. cooking. Yeah, um, and I think he he likes to do that. So then I can have one less thing to do. But sometimes I do feel like I'd prefer to cook tea and let him course. do the Ollie stuff. Yeah. But then I feel like while he's cooking, I can fold washing or I can do yeah. other things. And whereas if I was cooking, he would just sit on the floor and yeah. play with her, which yeah, is fine. fine. But, but then annoying. But then he <laughs> want to go to bed early. And Ollie will be in bed and I'll be busy and yeah. he'll be like, are you coming to bed? Or he'll stand there and wait for me to finish. Yeah. And then eventually if I make enough noise and carry on, he'll help me and then we can both go yeah. to bed. <laughs> <laughs> we're, sometimes we're just like a walking contradiction in mm. what we want and need and oh, yeah. we don't verbalise it very well. But um, I think we both got pretty lucky with our oh, partners yeah. in the sense that they do, I mean, they do help. <laughs> you know what I was thinking? I'm like, um, why should we be lucky that men help? I know. You know that should just be bare minimum. Mm. Why do we thank men for doing the bare do you know, minimum? I don't I but don't get me started on Mick this. And I have a thing where like, <laughs> we thank each other for like if he makes me coffee, I'll be like, Oh thank you, honey. Oh, yeah, of course. That's lovely. Yeah. But I'm not gonna thank you for changing her nappy. I'm and I'm not gonna thank you for thank taking you out the rubbish. That's your job. I had to tell you to take it out too because you didn't check to see if it was full. <laughs> I'm so not thanking those kind you. of things, yeah. yeah I, like don't, I don't feel like you should thank them for doing what's expected as a parent. Correct. Or what's expected as a husband when they do Small things. Small gestures that they've done without asking. Yeah. Like a coffee. Mm. Great. Or, you know, 
Yeah, but we should never thank them for doing the bare minimum. Because no, I ever and then you know you get my old mother say, "Oh, you're so lucky that Michael does things." Rara. I'm like, "What does he do? You tell me. What does he do?" Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Well, I feel like he's lucky. He's lucky he's got a damn good understanding wife. Yeah, who had his baby, keeps his house immaculate. But then I you mean, do love him. You love him. Well, you have to, don't you? I know. It's and like then the it, grumpy ass kid. I like. think. <laughs> I think too. Like, um, there's there's a point where you can be resentful, mm-hmm. and then you can also sit back and be compassionate. Yeah. And I think it, it's finding that balance as well. Um, and you need to speak your piece. Like oh, yeah. I remember when um, Neely was little, and I felt so overwhelmed doing everything. And that Cam came home from work one day, and I was like, I need. You need to do something needs to be your job. Yeah. Pick a job. Yeah. What do you want to do? Like washing, dishes, you pick it. And he's like, well, I'll do the washing. Mm-hmm. I said, fine, I'll put the machine on. It's your job to hang it out, bring it in. Mm-hmm. And that's your job. And that's still his job to the day. He puts the washing in the machine. Yeah. He brings it to the spare room. I hang it out. Then he takes it off and mm-hmm. sorts it, puts yeah, it in the room. Because I just needed one less thing yeah. to do. Yeah. I'm we have like we have a pretty good dynamic and we we it's interesting how when you have a baby it forces you Mm. to figure out how to communicate better because like there's so many times where we just haven't communicated properly and there's been a problem and you know you can trace it back to well we didn't discuss it or and it's always communication it's always communication and i feel like that we've always really had communication's always been our thing like we've always been able to be super honest and open and talk about everything but it's only now that you add this third dependent or this you know dependent person that um needs you for every aspect of their living that um you realize how important that is and yeah and it makes me think too fuck me there are like single parents out there there are like people with disabilities who are having children and who you know I mean, my life is pretty good and having a baby ha- is really hard. Yeah. So, can, like, I just feel for all those people that that either don't have support or don't have help or have disadvantages in their yeah. life. Fuck me. If you raise your kid to be half normal, you're doing a good job. Well, I not know. the word normal doesn't sound right. No. But if you raise yeah. them to be healthy and happy, <laughs> then, you know, exactly. mate, it's hard work. I know. And I don't know how people do it without, um, like, yeah, like, say, like, any supports. Like, we couldn't have done the last two years without Cam's mum. Mm-hmm. She homeschooled, she did pickups, she cooked for me, she cleaned my house when she was over. She nice. Literally anything we asked, she did. Do you want to hear the funniest story? Yeah, always. So obviously in the Better last few funny. weeks, it's yeah. funny. Well, I mean, it wasn't <laughs> at the time. The last few weeks, Ollie's been a mess. But it's been kind of intermittent. Sometimes during the day, she's been great. Yeah. And stupidly, I feel s- I, I I must be a people pleaser. I've realised I must be right mm. because even though I'm like confrontational or whatever, I still feel like I'm a people pleaser because somebody directly asked me if I would do a cake on Christmas Eve, and I said yes. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> because I felt sorry for her. Did you have a family thing? Yeah. <laughs> so hang on. So on the twenty third, I'm making this damn cake, right? And it was it's an Emma Wiggle cake. It was yellow and it had a pink drip yeah. icing on it. So it was fucking hot. Yeah. So I got the air conditioning going and it's like humid. So I get the cake out of the fridge and it starts sweating. And then I'm like, oh my God, now I have to deal with chocolate like a, yeah. a ganache to do this drip. And I'm the one thinking is, oh my God, the chocolate's not going to work because it's too humid and it's not yeah. or whatever. So the chocolate's too runny and then I'm trying to make it cool and whatever. And here in the, all, all of this is going on. 
and Ollie is in the high chair and I'm like passing her every possible thing I can give her to try and keep her happy. And she's like chucking things and making this horrible (coughs) noise. And this went on for like an hour and I'm trying to deal with this cake. And then I was like, Ollie, stop. And I like, and she just looked at me and I was like, oh my God, I've just yelled at a baby. And I was like, oh my God. Okay. Hang on. I put the drip on this cake and it was too cold and the cake was obviously cold because it had been in the fridge. So it looked like a giant pink turd on the top (laughs) of this cake. And then I was like trying to fix it, but Ollie had all the tools that I needed. So I'm running back and around this bench and then I rang my dad and I'm crying. (laughs) Can you please help me? Because I can't make this cake because of Ollie. And he's like, what? He's like, yeah, I'll be over in a minute. So he come and came and played with Ollie. I like peeled this pink shit off the cake, managed to fix it. And then as soon as it was done, I was like, (laughs) I rang Michael and I was like, oh, this is what's happening. He goes, if you ever fucking do another (laughs) cake at Christmas, I'm going to kill you. No more cakes at Christmas. And I was like, okay, I'm sorry. And um, it all turned out fine. But I was like, okay, it got to the point where I was yelling at my child, who's eight months old, before I asked for help. Yeah. What is wrong with me? I know. I know. And I can't ask for help. And this is what I said to, yeah. um, I said to Michael the ne- that night, I was like, do you know why I can't ask for help? Because every time I asked for help when I was a kid, my mum used to say, you're a smart girl, you'll figure it out. Ugh. So I stopped asking for Our help. Our mum's really fucked us over, oh, didn't fuck they? It. You know what? And this has given me, uh, this is way off any kind of nursing topic, but it's given me a massive complex and fear that Ollie won't love me. Oh yeah. I'm... 100% with you on that. And I'm really, really trying to work on it. But then my mother-in-law, who's brilliant, comes over the other night and gives Ollie a bath while I'm doing other things. And then I was like, I'm going to try and feed it because she's going through breast rejection at the moment too, which Ugh. is driving me absolutely up the wall. And I'm like, I'm going to try and feed her before I put her to bed. So Di gives her to me and she screams bloody murder and just <laughs> looking at Di like, like, come back, save man. Me, save me, save me. <laughs> and I'm like, and then what does she do? She comes back in and cuddles her. And I was like, oh, my God, can you please just get out so I can feed this kid? <laughs> like, She's never going to love me. Oh. <laughs> it's just so like, and then I have to work hard on, on going, you know what? No, I'm not. I'm not. A bad mum and I'm not my mum. And you know what the funniest thing? I went to Jess's yesterday and I told her this and I was like, do you ever have that fear? She goes, "Um, it's not going to happen to you because you're not a cunt. (laughs) (laughs) Mike, that um, is so... That's really good advice. (laughs) Next time I worry about her not loving me, I'm going to go, that's not going to happen because I'm not a cunt. I'm like, Jess, all I needed was for you to tell me that. (laughs) I think like more my issue started when... I was Amelia's age mm-hmm. with my mum. Mm. Oh, and yeah. I think, do I do what my mum did to me to my daughter? Mm. And I don't. Yeah. So whilst I might have missed that first six years of imprinting her with, like, amazing things, I you mean? feel like I'm okay. Of course And that are. she still loves me and that I am not my mum mm-hmm. and I will never be my mum. Mm-hmm. I also have amazing other mother role models around Absolutely. me yeah. who I can draw from mm-hmm. and who when I have to say, ask, am I okay? They're like, um, yes. Yeah. So, I mean, the mother issue thing is, is so hard to let go of. Because it's deep-seated, really. Oh, it's so rooted in your brain. Mm. Like, and 
And everything I do comes back to what she's done. Mm -hmm. And I have always struggled with that. And I think last year I tried to address it when I was in the pit of my burnout, depression and anxiety. And realised that it's something that whilst I probably need addressing, I can let it go Mm -hmm. now. Mm -hmm. And I did lots of work with Hannah uh, from the Breakthrough Nurse and with Cheryl um, doing meditation and stuff. But I've learnt that. And uh, I did, I've done journaling and stuff with Cheryl mm-hmm. as well and, and guided journaling, which has been really good. And I've written letters to mm-hmm. mum and yeah. with Hannah as well. Yeah. And they'll never see the light of day. Mm-hmm. I would love to give them to her and mm. yell at her and scream at her, but it makes no difference. So work. the fact that I can let it go and I will continue to do that. I think when I have these things come up and I just, you know, especially as she gets older mm-hmm. and challenges me, I'm just going to ride it away mm-hmm. because... Once I got it off my chest and the words just flowed. Yeah. And I never read it back. Yeah. Just wrote it down and then I was like, shut it away and think, Yeah, well, that's what I do done. when I journal too. Like sometimes I'll write things that just – and it's hard because the things you already know in your mind. Yeah. You, things you, you'll be like, well, I would never do that to my daughter or I would mm. never – you know, I said this to Mick yesterday – because I, all I do is kiss Ollie. Like, I kiss her all the time. I just can't help it, right? <laughs> and Mick used to come home when she was a newborn and be like, how many kisses today, mum? And I'd be like, 36,324. Mm-hmm. And um, I just love kissing her. And then I think I had this memory of, like, one time when I was probably Amelia's age, um, like, I was sleeping in bed with my mum. She was a single mum. And, you know, when you're yeah. a kid, you sleep in bed with your mum sometimes. And um, I remember I kissed her on the shoulder. And she was like disgusted that I'd done that and was like you're not my boyfriend you don't kiss me on the arm right and I'll never forget the shame I felt Uh. in that moment and I thought I never want my daughter to feel like that I'm disgusted in here because it was so hurtful and especially for being affectionate like and I said to Mick I don't reckon I ever wanted to kiss her ever again yeah after that because you just you don't forget things like that and I was like I don't think I'll you know a moment like that it matters. We still kiss on the lips every night when I say goodnight. Love it. I don't think that, yeah. And I'm, I'm pretty sure Cam does. Can't wait for the day Ollie wants to kiss me on the lips. Can't wait. Yeah. Be like, come here. Instead of sucking my lips like they're <laughs> nipples. Sucking on your cheek. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just never want, I just, I never want Ollie to feel the way that I did when I was a kid. And we will never be our mothers. No. And we're a new generation and we're raising a new generation of girls. Man. Who will be better than us. Yeah. So I could hope so. Me too. It's good. It's Look good. at us. Anyway. I'm glad we have each other. Yeah. It's nice to have people you can relate to yep. on that level. And understand the I never the had traumas. people that understood that either because I was like friends with people from two-parent households and yeah. I don't know, we were poor and yeah. I went to a private Catholic school because my grandparents paid for it and well, so we all my friends were loaded. Too, but we had – I feel like we had experiences – like we always went to the beach in summer with our cousins. Yeah. Well, it's because we the beach had, is free. Yeah. <laughs> we always sat at a beach house, the same beach house every year for oh, two that's, weeks. That's awesome. And then, and we always had the farm. Yeah. Well, we winter. had holidays too. Like, and yeah. then you know when we moved up to the farm, um, I got a pony oh, that cool. my grandma bought me, and you know, but I always had secondhand saddles, and yeah, I yeah. never had a float, so I had to ride my horse to pony club, and I didn't care about that stuff. Like, yeah. and even now today, I'm not a, um. I'm not obsessed with – I mean, I would like more money. That's <laughs> absolutely fine. But I'm not obsessed with material things. No, so yeah. our house is like full of secondhand furnitures. Yeah. And, um, you know, I don't care about that 
stuff. Yeah. Stuff to me is just stuff. stuff. And it's replaceable. It is replaceable. It doesn't mean anything. And, and I just think that um, I would like more money to have more experiences and to have That's true. Um, less pressure mm. on us. But we don't, we're not, I don't feel like we're pressured. I just feel like I would like to be able to give Amelia. It just, um, I think wanting a bit more financial freedom is everybody's sort yeah, of absolutely. want, isn't it? Because, I mean, you can have all the money. Like Mick got a redundancy and it paid off his car. But then we look at the bank and go, we've got no money. <laughs> Yeah, I know. And, like, and I think but we some have of the richest people in the world are probably so sad and lonely. Well, and I just think, I wonder what I would be like if I was rich. Would I be materialistic? Because like I think I you spend what you like. What you the can more afford. you, the more you make, the more you spend. Yeah. I don't think spending money, uh, spending money certainly doesn't make me happy. No, nah, I don't spend money to. I don't. Yeah, to like. Um, make me happy definitely you know like people go shopping for therapy that's yeah, not no. therapy no i'd rather pay money for therapy yeah <laughs> i'd rather like i don't know I, that's probably do why i eat my feelings else. maybe <laughs> <laughs> see that used to work for me but it doesn't anymore it doesn't anymore something for me changed either. for me yeah i don't know what it is i think because it you know that it doesn't work I yep. think you know that it's you a short-term gratification and then you feel yeah. like shit. And you know that, like yesterday, there was a piece of banana cake sitting on the ca- on the bench all day Yeah. and I looked at it all day and all I kept thinking was, I really want to eat that. <laughs> yeah. And then I had a bite of it and went, God, you're an idiot. <laughs> and then I threw it in the bin. <laughs> I was like, this is not, this wasn't it's part of the plan today. I don't drink. Yeah, I don't drink to, either. To, um... Like, if I have a bad day, I don't have a drink. No. I don't. Like I drink I if drink it's hot and if it's a beautiful day and if I want to just have a level of enjoyment. Yeah, yeah, like, I drank on Christmas Eve, made, um, like, mango cocktails mm. um, with people around and we were just chatting. Yeah. And, you know, like that to me is nicer than enjoying, than having a drink after a shit day. And I know, I feel like there's, there is a big, um, especially maybe for nurses too, I don't know. I feel like there's a real culture in being like, mm. "Oh, had a rough day. Here's a glass, a glass of red of wine. wine." Yeah. Like, and I think, Ooh. even in parenting, look like, out. Like mums, you know, like, yeah. Oh, my kids today, aren't, you know, having a drink. I'm having a whole bottle. It's that um, culture in Australia it to is, isn't it? to drink. Whereas I'm not a. I would rarely drink. I haven't had a drink since Christmas. I didn't even have a drink on New Year's Eve. Can I tell oh, you? I had half. Alcohol drink. makes me. Hot, Ugh. hot as anything. Yeah. I have one drink, and Michael will be like, "Are you all right, honey?" My whole head Flushed. will be red. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> and I think, yeah, I've had one glass of gin, and I'm on fire. Thanks but for I asking. But I can't sleep. So Christmas Eve, like I had, I was drunk. I had quite a few because by the end, you just put, I'm pouring it all into the thermi. Like there's oh no God. measuring. And then, um, and then we go to bed at midnight, and then. I was awake at like just after five, after having the shittest five hours of sleep, <laughs> waiting for Amelia to wake up. And I hear her get up just after six, pad to the toilet. And I was, so I put my phone down, pretend to be asleep. And then she just goes back to bed with the iPad. She went and got the iPad and went back to bed. And I was like, what? She goes, dad told me I couldn't get up till seven. <laughs> I was like, fuck dad, it's Christmas day. I was like, go wake him up. Like, I've been up an hour. Like... <laughs> Yeah, no waking me up. Who tells a kid that I on just Christmas? I that Amelia's eavesdropping. Yeah, I know. <laughs> she heard her name. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, but I just, I just don't get the 
drink your sorrows away. And it's only small problems. Mick started drinking zero beer and I think I just, I'm (laughs) so proud of him. I'm (laughs) just so proud of him. Because he, I think um, he just likes the fizzy. Yeah. Um, after a long day, and because he's work, he works out in the friggin' sun all day. Relax as well. I think, yeah, and it's that he's like, it really doesn't taste like beer, but it's the mm. bubbles and it's that that light kind yeah. of beery flavour that just works. And because he's like, it's not beer I'm craving; it's not the alcohol I'm craving. Yeah, it's the co- super super cold, yeah. fizzy, you know, drink the experience. So Can even just having like the Waterfords, like the soda waters and stuff, yeah. mineral waters, he will drink those yeah. instead of beer, which I think, oh, hallelujah! Uh, I'm trying to get him to quit, not quit drinking, but drink a lot less. less I just not, like I'll have soda water with like a bit of juice splashed in it, just to add a bit of flavour to it. Cam has a drink every night. He probably has, oh, most nights I would say he has mm. like one scotch or yeah, right, um, whiskey, whatever it is. He so drinks. just as a nightcap or something. Oh, just when he gets home from work while he's eating his dinner. Oh yeah, but it's only like one can of Coke with the, with the, yeah, like it's one drink. It's not like yeah. it's a, it's not like it's liver damaging at that. Point. No, and that's no. like Mick. You know, on it's hard because I think guys get in this mentality of. It's nearly the weekend, so I'll start drinking. It's yeah. the weekend, so I'll keep drinking. It's yeah. Sunday, so I'll drink. Yeah. And then Monday might be the day that they don't. Yeah. And they're missing it. Yeah. Know? Yeah. Yeah. There's like it's a very Aussie. Oh, it's I just feel like I it's hate a very it. Aussie I think it's thing. so pointless. You are literally yeah. like wasting money. Wasting money. Yeah. And that cigarette's exactly the same. Oh yeah. yeah. I mean any drugs really. Any drugs are alcohol. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Yeah. Wow. So I'm, I'm glad to be back. At the mic with you. And I'm going to be going back to work. Not for a while. It's like, it's not that far away. Today's the 7th of January. When are you going to go back? The 4th of April. Oh, that's... (laughs) (laughs) It's four months away. I don't care. 16 weeks. That's not long. That's enough time to have, like, half half have another baby. Oh. (laughs) Crikey. (laughs) Mick, get on it. No joke. He's been like, he's like, so... Um, we're thinking a two-year age gap. I'm like, oh, uh, yeah. And then, like, I've I've just hit my like pre-pregnancy weight, right? Which I haven't really been monitoring. It's just more that I can fit back in my clothes, clothes yeah. from before I was pregnant, <laughs> which is kind of nice. And so, I mean, it's really nice. And I'm like, oh well, nine months in, nearly nine months out. That's sensible. And um, then I thought, oh, I haven't been looking after myself physically mm. for the last nine months like I did while I was pregnant and probably the nine months before I got pregnant because yeah. I knew that we were planning on having a baby so I was really looking after myself and I'm like oh crikey I'm gonna have to find time to look after me again before because I want to having two you know just like getting my ab strength back a little bit yeah. and making sure my pelvic floor is good because I've had issues with my pelvic floor yeah I don't know. I just it feels now like oh my goodness! Like I really got to prioritize Start that. Start planning again. Be, yeah, yeah. Like it's a lot to think about. Yeah, but and and that's you know, with any luck, we do get pregnant easily and see how we go. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, what do we do if we don't get pregnant? Because we're trying to plan for a winter baby. This is <laughs> because <laughs> because of mixed yeah. work. I don't want to have a baby in the middle of summer. When he can't be home and he's working 12-hour oh, days. So, so I know. So I'm like, so what happens if so all the time... So when do you have to fall pregnant to fall pregnant in? Between like... Um, so we don't want to... <laughs> so stupid. Uh, here we go. I we, know. This is when you didn't want to have a February baby. Yes. Yeah. No, I'm dead set serious. <laughs> no February babies ever. It's too many birthdays in February. Um, 
So I think I haven't really thought about it that much, but I think so. We fell pregnant with Ollie in the July, and she's born in April. Yeah. So with any luck, August, September, October, November, or December, it'd be ideal. And I'm like, so if we don't get pregnant in those five months, do we run the risk and just go for a summer baby mix? Like, no, no, we'll just try and get the next year. God, you sound like farmers where you can't be like, can't have a baby during harvest. Yeah. So we have to get pregnant this month. Oh, it's so funny. Well, Anyway, anyway, with any luck, we, you know, don't have an issue. But, you know, I know lots of people that have fallen pregnant easily with the first one and then, you know, it's taken them two years to get pregnant with the next one. So Yeah. We'll just see, I guess. What it will be, what it will is. be. Just have some fun practicing. Mm. Polly will sleep through the night and let you have a sibling. Well, she went through a really nice stage yeah. of sleeping through the night. <laughs> it was wonderful. And now it's like Come a back. shit show. Come back. <laughs> Last night I was up at like... So I went to bed at 9.30. I was up at 10.30. I was up at 11.30. Didn't go back to bed till like 1. Then up again at 5. And then I was up again at 6. <laughs> but this is like me getting up to check the monitor at 5 oh, and 6. Oh, fuck that. Which is not really anything. Yeah. Because I, I'm like, but she was awake. I swear she was awake from like, every time I checked the monitor from 5 o'clock, she was awake. But if she's not crying. No, she was fine. Leave her. Yeah. Anyway. Good. So, um... <laughs> Keep us accountable, people, for our resolutions. Yeah. Check in with us. Oh, and if anyone tell has us any... A, tell us theirs. Yeah, yeah that's true. Ours. Yeah, we might do it on the stories. Mm. And um, tell us any tips you've got for returning to work because we might do an episode for um, mm. people returning to work after having a baby. Baby. Um, and I think we're going to change the format this year a little bit just to um, make life a bit easier for the two of us because obviously we've got busy lives. And we love doing the podcast. So and we aren't full-time podcasters. No. <laughs> unfortunately. <laughs> this doesn't make us any money. So um, I think we're going to stick to doing um, just two main episodes a month and um, a debrief or two, whatever. If something crops up, we'll mm. slide in our yeah, second like When month. life gets shitty, we debrief more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> so, um, yeah, we'll, we'll, be, we'll work out some good topics if anyone has anything they really want to talk about. Um, Let us know. We might even do a bit of a um, COVID special, maybe a bit later in the year, talk to some frontline nurses. Mm. So if you've been one of these people that are PPE every shift and are feeling really run down and want to have a bit of a vent, you can certainly come on even anonymously. And yeah, that away. might be good. Because we, we're not touched by COVID out here. I mean, we're touched by it in the sense that our friends have had it and, mm. and we're Easy avoiding it. But we're certainly not nursing it. And, I mean, I have had to wear an N95 like two times yeah. like I haven't had to and besides rat testing I'm curious about how it's going to affect me when I go back yeah. working in the urgent care and yeah so but we'll, we'll have some good guests on this year and um we will just I think we'll get back into it February mm. maybe February's <laughs> pretty busy month <laughs> <laughs> if but we no, can we will yeah, yeah. and um we just want to say thanks to everyone that stuck by us in the last year. We've had amazing downloads um, and amazing interactions with people. And um, and I think we, we try and make the podcast fit our life. Like we really, we probably don't prioritise it as much as we should. But yeah. it's something that we both really love and we, um, you know, even though we've kind of fallen off the wagon for December. Yeah, we <laughs> I think we promised you and then I just, yeah, we didn't deliver well but December I got, was to be crazy. honest I was in hospital yeah you were and sick and I was work was I've never been that busy November and December were our biggest months ever wow. in the unit 
And um, yeah, I could not have sat down to record like no. this on a Friday. Like I was, you know, done. I was breathless for three weeks. Yeah. It was like I was pregnant <laughs> again. It was awful. And um, and then Ollie's been a mess since then. So yeah. it really hasn't worked out. And Christmas down. and New Year's. Like this is the first time we've actually caught up I since you've been sick, yeah, I think. pretty much. I don't think I you've caught up. I didn't, did I even see you when I was sick? No. No. So, I yeah. mustn't have seen you since like the middle of November. Yeah, it's been a long time. Yeah. Um, and I had my booster yesterday, so we almost didn't record this. But we were talking about our year and I was like, Alicia was like, I think we should record. Yeah, I think so we, we just set up and started it. talking. Yeah. So we just had a conversation on that. Yeah, that's what we do <laughs> anyway. Here, yeah. <laughs> Thanks, one star review. <laughs> just having a chat. Oh, but, um, yeah, that. so hopefully we'll come back this year with, um, you know, a few interesting episodes. And as always, just send us through any stories that you want or if you know interesting nurses or mm. anything i'm still keen to there's a couple that are on my have been on my list now for like i was gonna 18 say, months we literally <laughs> have got a list a mile long of all these great episodes we want to do and for whatever reason things keep getting in the way yeah so hopefully um we can p- put our personal lives on yeah. hold and get some <laughs> podcasting happening but yeah yeah so thank you everyone we love you. We do. And this podcast is actually doing way better than we think it is. Because yeah. lots of other podcasts like don't get any listeners <laughs> at all. Or like I was listening, one of my favorite podcasts was like, oh, and for the first two years of podcasting, we sat at 30 downloads per episode. And I was like, huh? But you have a full-time business doing this podcast. I know. And we, yeah. It's just we don't. Yeah, yeah, I know. And I really feel like we're, maybe we're on to something really good here. Yeah. So we need to keep it going. We will. Yeah, and we we'll will. And we will prioritise it a little bit more just once a month. We'll sit down, record and smash it out. And if anything happening. crops up in the meantime that we think is worthy of bringing to your attention, we will yeah, absolutely. jump on it. So um, I hope everyone had a nice Chrissy and New Year's and has avoided COVID. I see a few of our followers have not managed mm. to dodge that bullet, but... They're all doing okay, I think, and um, hopefully we will be you know how COVID free. You know how I just had the best thought. It's probably not the best thought, but I've <laughs> you know how like um when you listen to a podcast and they thank all of their Patreon members. Oh yeah, like personally, <laughs> we should personally shout out to all of our listeners who have COVID. Yeah, <laughs> that would be so funny. Maybe we should just get a Patreon, and then we can shout them out. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> All right, that's Uh, good. As always, Instagram at Two Humorous Nurses Podcast. And we still have merchandise, so buy some. Yeah, pens, stickers, uh, badge reels. Don't have any mugs left, do we? No mugs left. Uh, Um, Buy them for your new grads. Go on. Yeah. Hit me up if you want a bulk discount. Oh, I can um, arrange that. Just, you just need to email us up because I'd, or send us a DM on Instagram. And if you said you were going to buy one and you haven't, you really need to because Kelly's like, it's all just taking up too much room <laughs> in her home. And she, one of her goals is to declutter. declutter so yeah. help us I'm going to put it in the box in the cupboard. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Okay, bye. Bye. <laughs>